the 200 level. Mike Carpenter here with Trevor Valise and Isaac Ambrose on a Saturday afternoon. I had to pour myself a libation, a basil Hayden bourbon to get through the second half because that was a wretched first half and yet Illinois is up five. So just one of those ugly first halves against a team like Northwestern that maybe shouldn't be unexpected coming off an emotional win and getting Kofi back into it. I'm going to get Isaac and Trevor on in just a second, but I want to make sure that I hit the post right as the second half gets underway. And I want to start off the podcast just letting you know one of our sponsors is DP Doe online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. Custom zones with any topping you want or one of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone. That is dpdoe.com. All right, guys, going to bring you on here in just about 15 seconds. Want to get the first play underway. I would assume Northwestern gets the ball because Illinois won the tip, right? I forget, but... um. Regardless of five-point lead here, they're showing Boo Booey, zero points. Trent Frazier added again defensively. And uh, we are just about to get underway here at Welsh Ryan, a, a split crowd as it usually is. A lot of orange and a lot of purple. Okay, we are underway in the second half if you're queuing this thing up. 24 to 19, guys, I'll call this play and then I'll kick it over to you. So this is Boo Booey over to Nance, who is a tough matchup for Kofi. Nance taking it left and Plummer runs into his own guy. Not a good start to this half. Okay, Trevor, to me, the big key this half is getting Plummer going offensively. I think if you hit some threes as you can against this Northwestern team, then you'll give yourself some breathing room. Yep, Plummer getting going would be good. Um, I kind of hate that that's turned into an auto bench as Kofi gets the man one. Very nice. Nice move by him and a lot of contact that he absorbed. I hate that the two fouls have become sort of an auto bench. I'm not saying that he should continue to play the entire half with two fouls, but you hate to see him go out basically three minutes into the game and then literally never see the court again. So I'm not overly concerned. I'm with you. I mean, this is the type of matchup that it it feels maybe a bit disjointed because we just came off a muck it up game, but this is yet another muck it up type game against a team that has not proven they can close and takes a lot of bad shots. So this is a sort of half where you just make, just knock down some shots, get them out of their rhythm, and you'll be fine. And just like that, you absorb their first punch, and then you come back with an and one, so Kofi makes that free throw. So, Isaac, Kofi's back, 11 points already. Not uh, too surprised by that. He's had a couple missed bunnies, but I, I just chalk that up to him kind of getting back in game action. Um, as you are looking at the second half here with Ryan Young, a three is up and no good, and no call, thankfully. Uh, what do you need to see, apart from maybe Plummer hitting some threes? Yeah, I just want to see getting rid of some of the dumb mistakes, right? Don't buy into the chaotic defense and some of the sloppiness that you were you were doing in the first half. Kofi's and gonna be obviously on. Kofi, yeah, you want to see another big game from Kofi. But we've we've talked a lot about Grandison. I want to see Grandison in one of those role guys who have been in a quote unquote slump to get out of that a little bit and. As rough as they have been, you've got to be pretty excited about the freshmen. So, except for Goody had a rough first half, Melendez got some valuable minutes. I would say get some of those role guys back into that rhythm that they were in uh, before Kofi missed those couple games. Another foul on, not on Kofi, but the defender on Kofi. So it looks like Ryan Young picked that up. A big thing here, Trevor, is that Nance got his third foul for Northwestern, and I viewed him as the toughest matchup going into this game that really everyone else on Northwestern you can negate with good defensive matchups. So to me, that will be a storyline, and I don't think Chris Collins can wait too much more to get Nance back in there. Here's Plummer for a three. Please be there. No, good. Damn. It's funny because I don't know what we've got here, but it's funny because his shots always look like, especially when they're 
out of bounds oob plays in the corner it's like oh god why is he taking that but he makes enough of them that i can't judge him too harshly for those sort of like falling out of bounds threes but unfortunate that one doesn't go but yeah i mean i would argue that nance is probably the only starter on northwestern that like a lot of other big 10 schools would take so if you take him out of the game you're just forcing it to be like Boo Booey versus the world, and I don't think that's going to end very well for Northwestern. All right, this is Chase Adij. This is DeMonte on him, which I think is a pretty favorable matchup again for Illinois. He seems like the perfect size for DeMonte to defend and not give up much. This is Bowie with a long three and a rebound to Ryan Young on the long uh, carom off the rim. Boo Booey is looking now for Ryan Young on the perimeter, back up top to Adij with 12 on the shot clock. He's going left. DeMonte picks him up, and Adij misses a nice rebound here from Jacob Grandison. So this is Trent bringing across half court. Grandison back to Trent. Trent looking for Kofi. Trent taking it in himself, and he just throws it away. Not a good game for Trent so far, Isaac. I mean, listen, the guy's done everything and more that you could ask of him, but it seemed to me, Isaac, in the first half, there were far too many possessions when Illinois went in the scoring drought where Trent was merely playing point guard and not being uh, being aggressive to get his own shot. Yeah, and I do think we forget that that's not Trent's, you know, natural position. And even a couple of these games where he's taken over and then most of your offense, he wasn't efficient, right? I mean, last game, I think he was two for 10, even though it felt like he shot a lot better. Um, but, and, and I know on Twitter, people were talking too in the first half. It Finish felt him. like he got fouled three or four times. Come on, Kobe. Um, that should have been shooting, but. You're, you're just playing into Northwestern's trap. That's what ticks me off. <laughs> I mean, if I can give you guys some silver lining here. So this was a five-point lead at halftime, and I'm watching this and thinking, God, Northwestern's doing the Northwestern thing. You've gained a point on them, and that goes back to the Kofi and one. Everything else has been square. And might have gotten a break here on the out-of-bounds. I thought it might have went off Kofi's leg, but Illinois keeps it. So there's five on the shot clock. This is Grandison looking for Kofi. Who gets it stolen? This is Adige, a three-on-two break. Grandison, wow. Adige steps out of bounds, and Trevor... Northwestern can't score when they have numbers. Yeah, I mean, you're lucky you're playing Northwestern because I think you'd be feeling the urgency of the deficit more if you were playing a better team. But Northwestern can't get out of their own way. And that's honestly what it's been the entire season for them, which is why I'm you know, frustrated that this could be a 15-point game and it's a six-point game. But at the same time, it doesn't really feel like a six-point game to me because I don't think I don't have the confidence that Northwestern's suddenly going to go on a 10-2 run and take control and not look back. Yeah, I would agree with that. Is I don't know. I don't know what the hell Grandison's doing. I, I really, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't defend it anymore, Isaac. And it's not like I've been trying to, but like that. That's beyond just oh, your shot's not falling. The turnover that he just had on a errant pass as Plummer picks up his third foul. That that's the, really the only stuff that pisses me off. It's okay. You're not shooting well. I'll take it. But just unforced turnovers. The ball bouncing off his head, off of his own teammates rebound and that's that's really frustrating for a guy of his age yeah i mean he's a veteran and and that's what's so confusing all you do all you really need from your veterans you don't need them to be the all-star right you just need them to not make the dumb plays so like you said it's not just a slump at this point it's like he can't get out of his own way and that was just another terrible turnover i was looking back and we were texting about it Against Iowa and Rutgers there at the beginning of the Big Ten season, he was a big reason that he started off so well. So sure. it's just hard to believe that he's fallen off. 29-24, to 24, Boo Booey with another free throw here. 
and it is up and it is good. So it's down to a four-point lead. So they've cut into it by one. I'm, I, I wish that I didn't have to do that whole, okay, each media timeout. Did you gain? Did you lose? But I do feel like until Illinois goes and run, I can't expect this to be more than a two- or three-possession game. Here's Kofi. It looks like they'll double him up. Grandison, no, they're going to get a foul down low on Ryan Young. Or no, I'm sorry, Nicholson, who looks exactly like Ryan Young. Okay, so that is already the fourth team foul, Trevor, on Northwestern. And what I'll be in- interested to see here, because I need to check the lineup and see, did they take Plummer out, Trevor? No. Okay, and nor do I think they should. And now you can hopefully, well, is that only 3,000 Northwestern? Maybe they haven't updated it yet, but I would love to see Illinois maybe get to the rim here. That one is a miss two from Plummer, and Illinois can't buy a shot, being forced into some uncomfortable areas here, and Kofi with a dumb foul leaving his feet. Is this going to be one of those halves, Trevor? It could be. Uh, again, I, I just watched Northwestern blow like seven close games in the Big Ten already, so I, I don't have that. Like, if this were Iowa, I would be pretty mad right now just because it would be like, okay, I'm preparing for the ultimate stupid. I'm not preparing for the ultimate stupid. I'm only like halfway to the ultimate stupid. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Northwestern fundamentally bothers me because, again, I think that they've got this group of guys who are like just these – I mean, you know, I said on ESPN 93.5 yesterday, body by Fletch, they are not. You know, I mean, these guys do not look like – I don't know. It just bothers me that, that this group has, has pieced together a somewhat coherent basketball team because I think fundamentally it shouldn't. Um, and I'm not saying they're good. They're just not bad. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this sort of like, I don't know, annoying like twilight zone thing where it's like at any given moment, Northwestern could suddenly punk a, a, a decent team. And it's like that, that, that shouldn't happen. You know, this just shouldn't happen. And you're kind of playing into their hands. But again, like, I think this is just kind of Big Ten basketball on the road, and I hate saying that because it seems super like post-game press conference cliche. But, I mean, you see all of these games where it's like if you're a top five Big Ten team playing anywhere from the 6 to 11 range on the road, the spread's like three. And it's not really like it, – it, it's not even indicative of how good the team is, I guess is what I mean. It's just that these games tend to get muddled and mucked up so often um and we're talking about it all week saying you know you got to watch out don't let them bucket up and that's exactly what's happening but again i still don't feel too worried yet yet yeah i'm, I'm gonna wait until the 12 under 12 timeout because i i mean essentially you know the longer you let them just hang and hang in a one or two possession game as we saw in the first half they went on a quick six nothing run that was about the only offensive explosion that they had but um, the th- problem is Illinois is just not hitting shots at a high enough clip to make me think that if Northwestern takes the lead and they take a two or maybe three possession lead, then I, I really am worried. So hopefully it doesn't even get to well, that point. Well, and it's something worth monitoring is, I guess you could argue neither of these teams are very good at closing. It's, I mean, it's the last two games for Illinois. Maryland went on an 11-0 run to close. And then obviously against Michigan State, you don't score for almost six minutes to close the game. And I mean, you know, if, if Illinois loses that Michigan State game, like let's say he makes both free throws, go to overtime, Michigan Ugh. State wins. All we're talking about is, my God, you didn't score for the last six minutes of regulation. So, you know, I, that was a bit of a narrative coming out of there, but obviously it wasn't as, as big of a one because Illinois won. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is if this game is 50 to 50 and we hit the under four, like I don't really know what's going to happen. Is Omar Payne going to explode? I don't know. Is Northwestern <laughs> going to implode? I don't know. You know, I mean, a lot of weird things could happen. 
I'm still waiting for one player to play well, and I really mean that. I know Kofi's got his, but I don't think he's playing particularly well for National Player of the Year standards, though I will give him a bit of a mulligan for coming back from a concussion. Isaac, I'll hit you up in just one second. I want to remind people as we're about to get underway again, the 200 level is brought to you by Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com for vintage-inspired Illini apparel, including hoodies, t-shirts, and crewneck sweatshirts. That's fourthandkirby.com. 15.56 to go. Another random white guy who certainly not body by Fletch. He's going to shoot the free throw. It is up and it is banked in. So Isaac, what is, is that? A, is that a harbinger of things <laughs> to come? Isaac, is this foreshadowing? Uh, I think so, because also that's just the last guy you should throw a line. I don't know why Kofi was doing that, but I'm also a little bit ahead again. So I might seem a little bit more frustrated or ecstatic before you guys. Oh, okay. You you got the cable but, TV going on? Is that is that oh what I take it? Oh no, that's not good. Kofi with the ball. He's I'm just looking. gonna not talk. <laughs> okay, Kofi airballs it. So Northwestern a chance to tie it or take the lead with 15:35 to go, and Illinois just seems out of sorts. Um, Trevor, what I'm gonna do now, and this is I guess for my own uh, mental well-being, as Northwestern ties it up, I'm gonna prepare for the worst, and. I, we can briefly broach this and people can laugh at it later. It's an eight nothing scoring run for Wisconsin or Wisconsin Northwestern preparing for the worst Trevor. You lose this game and I, I know it's a roller coaster that I often ride, but the margin for air to win a big 10 title, these are the kinds of games you got to win. Um, and the games at Indiana at Purdue at Ohio, well, not, not at Ohio state this year, but you know, the point um, the tougher teams, you're going to have to steal one maybe, but this is the kind of game you just have to win if you're going to win a Big Ten title. Is that oversimplifying it? Well, no, and especially when you throw in the fact that you've already lost one of those games I would label as such last week at Maryland. I mean, that you know, it felt like Illinois maybe had a leg up having the bad loss, and they suffered the bad loss at Maryland. Now they're back even. They beat Michigan State at home, so maybe you're a little bit more than a leg up, and, and here, you know, you'd be right back to square one. So I would agree that uh, the margin for error almost becomes zero if you lose this game, if you want to win a Big Ten title. All right, nice feed from Goody to Kofi up and in. So we're going to go for another and one here. And I just got a something here from, from Big Death on the Twitch chat, and I wanted to bring this to both of you guys. Isaac first. I think we've long since approached, met, and passed the point where Brad has needed to recognize Grandison and DeMonte probably shouldn't be on the floor at the same time. Thoughts? Isaac, to start. I mean, you just like you're you're essentially taking out two offensive weapons. So you're playing three on five. That's how it's always felt when Demonte's on the floor. And there's been lineups this year where Demonte's bringing the ball up, and you got Coleman Hawkins or Grandison and Omar Payne in the game, and you feel pretty rough. Oh my gosh, Trevor, you take it. I can't take this. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Well, right now, Illinois temporarily took a two-point lead, 14, 40, <coughs> 45 to go. I'm guessing a boo-booey three. That's my guess, Trevor. Uh, oh, no, he crosses Trent. He's in the lane. He's got dude for a long three. It looks like that'll be good, right? It is. So it's a one-point lead for Northwestern with 14.30 to go. You let him hang around, Trevor. You know, And I, I don't know necessarily. It was so early in the game where when you're up 21 to 11. But I do think that you could have maybe, I don't know, imposed your will, even if that means that you didn't put him away, just kind of signal that you're going to control this game, and, and, and you didn't do that. You let them go on that 6 nothing run, and ever since, it's been 
a dogfight. Oh, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. I don't think you would have necessarily ended the game by any means, but I, it felt like there was a chance there for you to be up, I don't know, 12, 15 with, with, with heading towards the final media timeout of, of the first half and you just couldn't. Um, maybe a bit of a momentum swing back in your favor with the shot that doesn't count at the end of the half. But mm-hmm. there was definitely a point in this game, a breaking point early that you weren't able to fully grasp. All right, we got 10 on the shot clock. This is Trent getting a pickup top from Kofi, looking for something for Goody. A long three is up and no good. And this is going to be Northwestern taking it back. Young has three. Uh, Nance has three. But it has not seemed to matter since Nance went out. Northwestern's went on this run. And now Northwestern with a chance to extend their lead with 13.50 to go. Now, a lot of game left, but I, I, I don't have a good feeling at this moment. At this moment. This is Bowie kind of dribbling around. He's just probably going to take one with five here on the shot clock. Goody on him. This is Bowie taking it to the lane, and it is up and no good. But Ryan Young gets the board, and no call on the foul. I thought maybe Kofi got him a little bit, but no call, fortunately. Okay. The the peripherals make me feel okay, just in the sense that even their most, their best, and I use that in heavy quotation, players now have three fouls each against Kofi. So, I mean, this seems like the sort of thing where this is the down stretch, I'd hope, and there'd be a point where they start feeling those absences of those guys sitting on the bench. But we'll see. Isaac, are, are you still with us? Yeah, and <laughs> I was going to say real quick, <laughs> unfortunately happened. Oh boy! Uh, I was gonna say the foul or the foul situations on your side, but you haven't been a very good free throw team the past no, few games. No, so not at all. Really help you. Come on, Trent, be there. Long three is up in an air ball. So, okay. You know, another passed up opportunity for a three pointer by Plummer, Trevor. And I know that the baseline was open, but Northwestern closed. Well, Kofi just got shook there by Williams. It's a three point lead for Northwestern and Illinois. I believe this is a 11 to 2 or 12 to 2 run for Northwestern. Kofi's going to get I think he traveled. And he's angry, but uh, I'm sorry. I mean, it was not a good move. So what I don't know, what do we do, guys? Either one of you can take it. I I got no answers right now. We look like hot garbage and screw talking about a Big 10 title. I just wonder if they can win this game right now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, this is definitely the the if there's an ebb and a flow, I would hope that this is the, the bottom of the whichever side of that is negative. I'm with you on the – I always would prefer a plumber three. I don't care what the shot is. I think even if it's a two guys on him falling out of bounds, it's a higher percentage look than him from mid-range. But, um, yeah, I don't I, – I think sometimes he takes shots that I question, and it's not even a knock on him because I'm only questioning him them because I think he's so good at other shots that he should be taking those instead, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. 12.30 to go. Melendez and Payne are in the game along with Grandison, Plummer, and uh, Trent. So we have 10 on the shot clock coming up. Plummer is trying to get a pick from Payne. And this is Trent now with 8 on the shot clock. And I don't know really what we're going to get here on this set. This is Trent looking for Melendez who takes it up. He misses it. Payne gets the board and he takes it up and in. So hey, Isaac, nice move from Payne. He's really given us some good minutes. Actually, most of the last few games, apart from the occasional dumb play. Yeah, he's shown you that he has some sort of offensive offensive skill set. And my other just quick thought is, besides Purdue, I mean, Purdue, you played your best basketball like the past month, arguably. Even the games you've won have been close. I mean, yeah. you almost lost to Nebraska. 
So it, that's pretty disheartening that your best game in a while was a loss. You know, I was actually thinking about that game earlier today. There's 11.35 to go. Three-point lead for Northwestern as Nance scores again. You know, I was thinking about that game, and it's like, God dang it. I, I know that you gave me your best shot, but if I know, if I knew then what I know now, I actually would have been angry leaving that game because it's just sometimes you just got to steal it even when you were not um, as good as the opponent, and it felt like that was a perfect opportunity for that. Now, Grandison on the nice seal from Omar Payne, who continues to play good minutes, gets a nice layup. So it's 36 to 35 with 11, 10 to go. I don't mind this lineup, Trevor. Now I say this, and for all I know, Northwestern's about to score again. But at the moment, I kind of like this lineup. Yeah, Melendez is a little bit uh, thin for, I don't even care who these guys are, Williams and wow. Nichols and, 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 and Young and all those guys. Good defense, though. Payne, again, uh, helps out there, and they get a foul on this Williams kid. So plenty of fouls on Northwestern, and I think because Illinois got the rebound, this will be a free throw coming up for Melendez, I think. Are we in the bonus yet? I think we're pretty close. Okay, well, I'm going to hit a sponsor real quick and then hit it back to you guys. How the hell are we going to win this game? And I, I hate to say that when it's North freaking Western. The 200 level is brought to you by State Farm agent Brian Hansen. Online at brianismyguy.com. If you burn your house down in a fit of rage after Illinois loses a, a game that might cost them the Big Ten title, hopefully you have good insurance. If not, you should probably go to brianismyguy.com and you can get a free quote for a, a State Farm insurance package. We have homeowners in auto. And Brian and his staff made it super easy for us. That is brianismyguy.com. So what needs to happen? Isaac, I want to start with you. What needs to happen for Illinois to win this game? One thing, three things, I don't know. I mean, I would say I'll, I'll put two. One, and this might be kind of obvious, one thing, you need to get Trent or somebody going and not doing stupid stuff like the air balls and the turnovers. And... Maybe it's just feeding Kofi because the foul situation is such on your side, like Trevor was saying. So we need something consistently offensively for like 10 or 15 points. And then defensively, I guess just play your butt off and grab rebounds. There's just been a lot of second chances or weird fadeaway shots for Northwestern. They just can't get anything open right now. Hopefully you don't catch Northwestern on their best day of the season, but. I mean, hey, ask Michigan State. Northwestern went to East Lansing and caught fire. So um, it might sound obvious, but you need somebody to get going on offense and then don't let Northwestern turn this into a big heater. Trevor, what about you? What what, what can we do here? Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree in the sense that I, it feels like no one other than Kofi has scored in the last, <laughs> I don't know how many minutes. I mean, I think Kofi had the, the and one and then the hook shot. And then Payne scored, right? But like, has, has a guard scored this half yet? I don't think. so. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, Bra I don't I think so, Anderson Trevor. Just stood on that seal. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely say that this is the type of game where, as long as you win, I'm not going to question too much of it. In that sense, like, I'm not going to take too deep a dive. But like, Maryland concerned me more in a macro chemistry, whatever you want to call it, sense than this close game has thus far, just because this is sort of what we all projected. I mean, heck, Vegas had the spread at three, which was less than the spread of Illinois-Michigan State. So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Northwestern's making weird fallaway shots and it's close because literally every indicator coming into this game would be that Northwestern makes dumb shots and it's close. So that doesn't bother me too much, but I agree with Isaac definitely in the sense that I just need somebody to get going, whether it's, three plumber threes before the next media timeout or it's Trent with four straight takes to the rim or 
someone needs to just say, give me the ball, because I think that is something that honestly you've been lacking a little bit. And I'm not dogging Trent on that. He, he's great, but I just still feel like there's a little bit of, I don't know, the, the alpha dog thing, I guess. Like, and, yeah. and the, the bar is so high with IO too, that I don't want to like say, where's the IO on this team? Cause there was like two IOs in all of college basketball last year and he was one of them. And now he's balling out in the NBA. So, you know, I, I don't want to grade anyone too harshly, but I, I just need someone to step up and be like, this is what's happening, and I'm the one who's going to do it. All right, here's Melendez. I don't know what he's like in the line. We'll find out. He makes it. That was kind of a, <laughs> a rocket ship into the hoop there. Very lateral sort of shot, but it goes in. Now, you know, I was just thinking about this. I'm doing some quick math in my head. Here's the second free throw from Melendez up, and it is good. So shooters roll. Illinois takes the lead, 37 to 36 with 10.50 to go. Some quick math, guys. When you take Kofi 7 for 12 from the field out of the equation, Illinois is shooting 8 for 28. That is somewhere around 28%. I know it's under 30. Uh, this is a shot here from Northwestern, no good, and a rebound for Grandison. So really, I mean, it's that simple, right? And I think you guys both hit on it. Someone's got to get going. We'll see if Illinois can start with 10.30 here left on the game clock. They're back up one. This is going to be Melendez up top to Grandison. Grandison to Plummer. Plummer getting the pick up top here from Payne. Will he release it? No, he's looking now back for Grandison up top. Grandison to Trent. There's eight on the shot clock. Not a lot going here. This is going to be Plummer taking a baseline. He's going to, nope, back to Trent, and Trent loses it. I don't know. Isaac, See, again, I just go ahead, Trevor. Plummer, shoot one of those. I shoot it. You got you to, the quickest release in the Big Ten. Shoot the freaking shot as Northwestern now gets a three. Don't be gun shy. You were brought here for one reason, to shoot threes. All right. Well, it's a two-point lead for Northwestern again. 12 points off turnovers for them. Illinois is now 8 of 29 if you were not named Kofi from the field. I'll keep tabs on that. This is Plummer to Grandison. Plummer's getting guarded by some white guy that's probably slow as molasses, and he's not getting, and I don't mean to make it a racial thing about white guys, but I, this is Trent for a three. It is up and a no good. A long carom off the rim, and Northwestern a chance to extend the lead. Isaac, if I bring it to you, you might be an indicator as to whether or not this is more than a two-point Northwestern lead right now. I can, I yeah, can, oh um, boy. Maybe the pain a little bit, but this is feeling <laughs> oh like my Northwestern God. or Maryland, sorry. Maryland 2.0. I had to have a little bit of my bourbon. Sorry. God. Well, I, I will, will say one thing quickly to um, uh, who switched us, uh, but to, to that person's point, I think you've seen. Melendez now for an extended stretcher and would consider crucial instead of the boss. So that's one thing. Yeah, that's true. As Plummer does hit a three. Again, he could have shot maybe three or four more of those, and I guarantee one of them would have went in. Illinois is four for 16 from three. That was the fourth. And I, who the hell is this? Is Plummer deciding I'm not going to play defense now against Greer? What's his name? Rusty Greer? I don't know what his first name is. Rusty seems about right. Rusty Greer with a nice take. 44 to 40, Northwestern. Honestly, I got to be honest, though, guys. I'm, Isaac, you, oh, boy. Grandison being a complete nincompoop. And a take for Northwestern and one. But you that's, know what? Uh, that's the worst call. Of, yeah, I mean, we need to stop turning the ball over at the top of the key. But if you watch the replay, Plummer did not even touch him. All right. Sorry, I had to take another pull of my bourbon. 
You know what though, Trevor? I'm not, this is going to sound ludicrous. I'm not at this moment mad. And I'm just going to resign myself and I hopefully be pleasantly surprised. I'm going to resign myself to the fact that Illinois loses this game. And for no good reason. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you are making shots. Well, I don't know. Figure it out. You guys, if you, if you are a top 15 team like I think they are, they find a way to get it done. And there is a reason Northwestern's 2-7. and seven. I know they played teams tough. But this is different. They aren't playing you tough. They're beating you and rather soundly in the second half. So if they lose, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not really angry right now, and I can't explain why. You know, I'm right there with you, and I, I don't know if I can articulate why either. I think part of it is just because coming into this game, everybody talked about this being one of those games, whereas I feel like at Maryland it was a bit more of a last-second, wait what, Kofi's out, wait what, you're losing, whereas this feels more like a slow burn, I guess, whereas yeah. that game was more of like an eruption. Late as Podjinski's uh, hmm. on the floor. Now. Hey, that so was really nice backdoor cut. Clearly, Underwood's grasping at straws for just anything that could work at this point. Because I mean, you would not be playing these true freshmen who have hardly played this Big Ten season in a close game if you didn't need to shake something up. Thank God for Brandon Podjinski, guys, because Demonte, who's on the court to do one thing, which is rebound, can't rebound. You know, eventually, if your veterans aren't that good, Isaac, then we can sit here and talk about this team, but there is no ceiling that's worth a crap if Grandison and DeMonte are as worthless as they've been the last month. I shouldn't say worthless, okay. but, and th- but but there is, but would you agree there is no ceiling even worth talking about if this is how they're going to play? Yeah, and I mean, you can't, we're still sitting like at one of the best teams in the Big Ten, so it's hard to talk about playing for the future, you know, and getting guys minutes that deserve it, but when you're getting that from Grandison and DeMonte, I'm definitely fine cutting down their minutes and maybe even just bringing DeMonte and Grandison off the bench. That's that's probably dramatic, but again, I don't know what they've done to you, and it's this might be, this is going to sound super, super just end of the world, but <sighs> So I think this is fair to say, even if we come back and win this game because of how bad you've played for a majority of the game and majority of the past month or so, if we're going to end up choking and losing, you know, the Big Ten because of one of these bogus games or if the Maryland loss comes back and bites you in the butt, let's just get it over with so then we don't have to watch every single minute of, you know, the Nebraska or the... Rutgers game in a few weeks and if, if we're going to blow the Big Ten because of these dumb games, let's just do it earlier in the year so we don't have to yeah. sell it out every second, <laughs> every game. I think there's something to that. You know, I, I look at the schedule and it, it's so weird. You guys know I go macro more than micro. I just do and I I really want a tangible thing. Just like last year, they got the Big Ten tournament title and in all fairness, should have had the Big Ten regular season banner as well. Um, but something tangible despite the Loyola loss, which is was Awful. There's no two ways about it. But, you know, Trevor, as I think about it, you know, I, I know I'm not angry. I just figured it out. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know, like, okay, this is Maryland. And and I can't sit here and, and laud this team as anything more than just a pretty good team, right? Maybe that's what they are, is just a pretty good team. And they were tantalizing in December and early January when they were hitting shots, but it's been a while since they've done that. So they're tantalizing, and they can still figure things out, but maybe it's just really simple. They're pretty good, 
and this is a good basketball program, but this particular group is not a title contender. And, and like I was saying to Isaac, if this is what Grandison and DeMonte are now, you aren't winning a Big Ten title. So that makes it pretty simple until they turn it around. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I am all the way there on DeMonte in terms of just declaring that this is what he is. I mean, we've seen this for literally years. I mean, the three-point thing last year was awesome, but I mean, we, we've seen that he has no offensive game and frankly a lack of interest at times to where I've been pining for less DeMonte, but I understand why, A, he brings some intangibles to the court that you're lacking in other areas. I get that. And B, uh, it's hard to usurp a fifth-year senior who's been here since like 2016 and we're in 2022. It's hard to just say, hey, sorry, I'm going to sit you and play you know, a non-redshirted true freshman all of your minutes. So mm-hmm. I get that. Like, there's some part of it that's just like, we can't do that to a guy. Um, but, yeah, the Grandison, I, I don't want to call it quits on Grandison just because he was so good for so long. Um, but it's just been so bad lately. All right, Kofi, with a nice take. It is a two-point game with seven to go. Uh, by the way, real quick. The other sponsor, of course, is Rector Construction. Online at RECTORConstruction.com for all your home exterior needs. It might be freezing cold now, but these guys can work basically 12 months a year. Get a free estimate today at RectorConstruction.com. Three-pointer for Nance. I don't know if that's DeMonte's guy there or if that's Kofi's guy, but that is I a three. I think Kofi's having a real problem coming out and guarding Nance, which, I mean, to be fair, that's the one matchup you'd look at and go, yeah, Nance is a... Pretty good player, son of an NBA player who can come out and hit that. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, so here we go. Five-point lead for Northwestern. 6.20 to go. DeMonte looking for Kofi or anybody. He gets it to him. Man, that took every bit of that bounce pass. And this is Kofi taking it in and up and good. So it's 49 to 46. This this DeMonte thing, though, this is what annoys me with DeMonte big time, right? Like, you know he's not doing anything there but an entry feed to Kofi. I mean, he can't. He physically can't take it himself. He's not going to pass it back out because he's like, he's just a completely no man's land there. And there's only one thing he can do. And luckily the Northwestern guy overplayed it a little bit to where he kind of slipped. But like, it's just, it's such a one trick pony with him. And that's what frustrates me because it's so easy to just guard him like that and say, go ahead, make the pass, go do it. Do I, it. Do I need it. to, he's not going to do it. I need to see this replay. So pods, if they call it a flop, I'm not sure. So this is Nance going on him, and um, you're not an egregious shoulder or anything from Nance, and, uh, you know, Pods, as a freshman, give him credit, you know, a little acting there. But... uh looked pretty floppy to me. Yeah, I mean, at first, I was it was so convincing. I was like, oh, man, what a play by... It's going to be a technical because Plummer flopped in the first half, right? Mm, it, well, they're talking about something now. Did There was a flop warning on Plummer? he did. Was there Isaac? A pl- I thought they gave Plummer a flop warning. Oh, maybe they must have not because it's just Northwestern okay. ball out of bounds. All right. Um, I, uh, my bad. No, it's fine. I mean, I... I PTSD. <laughs> There's a lot of that in the last few... And this is what's so weird. Like, you know, you're 7-2 in the Big Ten. Um, but again, this is, this is the kind of game where it's like, okay, is this just going to be kind of a... Pretty good season or a potentially great one. And I, I, I feel like there's a razor thin margin and games like this are really what differentiates the really good seasons from the, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, this Boo Booey here, he's taking it and <laughs> they call a foul on Kofi despite Boo Booey just running around like an idiot. 
And that will, yeah, Brad, Brad Underwood's motioning for travel. Um, so I guess he can just sort of run around and, and just willy-nilly run into people and you get a foul. Shut the hell up, Chris Collins. Oh Here's God. the one thing I'll say. As he argues, why isn't that a shooting foul? Like, dude, you already got a favorable call. Just yeah. shut up. But here's the one thing I will say in favor of the refs that we know and hate. I don't recognize any of these guys, and I would consider them considerably worse than They're the pretty bad. we know and hate. <laughs> now, all that said, I don't look at this game as, well, the way it's been officiated is really impacted, and we can't guard Nance. That's 21 for him, so it's back to a five-point lead. Um, you know, yeah, the officiating's been, been bad. Yeah, he's going off, and, and that's what they need. They need a guy to go off, and they need Illinois to not go off. And when you're 4 for 16 from 3, that ain't going off. That's bad, and Northwestern is actually bad against the 3. Go figure. DeMonte has to see, that's the thing. This is pods for a 3. <laughs> Way to go, kid. 51 to 49. This would be the pods game. Well, now, okay. I I wonder if, guys, this isn't a switch. In the last two games, we see Goody, we see Melendez, we see Pods. Now, DeMonte's out there for defense on Greer, because Greer can get you. And, um, I don't know. And But Grand- Grandison's not. And I think that we're seeing, and we'll see this replay here, Underwood is absolutely livid. And now we see Chris Collins and his histrionics. He's as much of a nut job as his dad is. What's he looking at? I don't know. You know, here's the thing. I I genuinely don't hate. I I hate Northwestern for what they are. I don't hate Chris Collins that much. It it is what it is. I could spend so much time hating a guy that's not a huge threat, but it looks like, hey, listen, they're a good enough program to occasionally spring the win over Illinois. And right now, this might be it with 440 to go. It's a 51 to 49 lead for Northwestern. This is boo-booey, no travel, but no foul either. So Illinois gets the ball back and a chance to tie or take the lead with 430 to go. Guys, just be one point better than them. I don't care. We'll, we'll figure out the larger issues in time for Wisconsin, but just win by a point. That's all I care. This is Pods in the corner. Back to Trent. There is no plumber in the game right now. Interesting lineup. Back to Pods. He wants a three. That is no good. And Melendez, no foul, fortunately, on the over the back. So it'll be Northwestern ball with 4.05 to go. Why is Plummer not in there, you guys think? Well, he has Why four. is Kofi not touching got four. the ball in an important, the most important possession of the game so far? Because when Pods has got the hot hand, Isaac, you got to feed him. Oh, I, for, I did forget <laughs> about that. Since, since that's happened so many times in crunch time uh, this season, I forgot. All right, so we are now going to go back for free throws after the media timeout, and DeMonte will have a chance to tie it up. And it is 51-49. to DeMonte can make it all better with two free throws. And and this is it. you got to be... Do you guys remember... Oh, go ahead, Isaac. I was just going to say, DeMonte kind of has that rainbow free throw, and it stresses me out about as much as Georgie's free throw shot because it's just... Like, he took the highest trajectory possible from his hand to the rim. So, if he doesn't squish it, it's just absolutely bricking. So, DeMonte right now, I mean, nothing DeMonte's done has been comforting the past few weeks. But him shooting free throws right now is not the most encouraging. Yeah. He's not bad from the line, but he's not been great this year either. I felt like he was more of a 70-75% shooter last year, but I'd I'd have to look that up. All right, real quick. Go ahead, Trevor. And there was one thing I enjoy about Devontae Williams, and it's uh, 
the groin trajectory out of bounds. That's, <laughs> that's about it. We're due for one. We're due for one. Yeah. Um, I just got a text from my buddy Andrew that said the officiating is unbelievably bad. And I mean, it is. It is. You know, but it is games like this where, again, the difference between a pretty good season and a really good season comes down to, do you win games like this? And, um, you know, I, I think, Trevor, I feel like maybe I'm, I'm being redundant here a little bit, but that's why right now I'm sitting here and it's sort of like, okay, well, show me, you know, and if not, well, it is right. what it is, you know, um, and until, and, until proven otherwise, right? And I think the thing is, if we look at the trend line in the last two weeks, Trevor, Yes, you played well against Purdue, um, but you lost. Um, and then the other games have just been rather, I don't know, I mean, let's say Michigan, Purdue, Maryland. Michigan State was a hell of an effort and, and a great win given the circumstances. And then today, so that's five straight games where nothing has necessarily flowed very well. And uh, you found a way to gut out most of those in the last month, but I don't know. I mean, it seems like something's amiss, right? Two things. One, I'm with you in the sense that I get angry. I get irrationally angry too often, but I get angry when something um, like illogical or unreasonable or, you know, something out of left field happens where it's just like I can't do the two plus two equals four in my head to to reason it. This, this is why I'm not upset to your point right now. Yeah. Team. You will be better than a bad team for the next three minutes and 46 seconds. If you are not a good team, you will not be. So, like, you know, that to me makes sense. If you lose this game, it's because you're not very good in this game. And, well, maybe you're not very good. Like, that, that I can figure that out in my head. But to your point of being off, I think the second thing I'd say is I'm kind of tired of the Kofi Curbelo absence use thing. And I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. Please don't misunderstand me. Kofi matters. A lot. And here you are in a game where he's back, he's played, he does not look rusty. He's been, and you're still in the yeah. situation. He's you done know, it, everything that you'd want from Kofi. Correct. Especially coming off, you know, two weeks of not having done anything, basically. So I'm not saying that any argument about excuses is null and void. I'm just saying that that stuff is really starting to, to wear on me. The, well, we sucked and we're flat at Maryland because Trent took a fall. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's like good teams get over that. Or, well, we didn't have Kofi. Well, now you have Kofi. You haven't looked any better. You know, so that that sort of thing I'm getting a little tired of, uh, but we'll see what happens here. All right. Well, DeMonte does make his first. So there's 348 to go. The second free throw is up and good. So we have a tie game, and this is it. You have to be one point better. Now, Isaac, I know you're ahead of us. I'm almost worried that if, if I go to Isaac, I will immediately know the results of the next play. But that, that's okay. I mean, what the hell? I mean, whatever happens, happens. So, Isaac, you can pop in at any time. Um, that's totally fine. We got 3.30 to go. Tied up 51 all. This is going to be a long two and up and good by Chase Adige. I, I don't know what more you could have done there. For I was going to say, like, Northwestern, you've you've given them some open shots the last five, ten minutes, but they've knocked out pretty much everything. I mean, that was a tough shot. I, I can't hold that on Melendez at all. So, this is Kofi. Are they going to double up? They are. Up and no good, and they I, what the hell happened there? Oh, well, so it's a two point lead for Northwestern. Angle. It looked like he was going to easily make that. I, 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 we were at the wrong angle to see what happened there. Well, and he didn't really act you like there. Imagine that's a foul, right? Well, he didn't act like there was though. That's what's weird. Like he just walked back, and we know that Kofi recently has been very animated if he feels like he got fouled. So we got 
Big stop here needed. Five seconds on the shot clock. This boo-booey going left. And charge. they call a charge. Phew. <laughs> it's insane, by the way, that we are legitimately in a tie game playing a lineup with Melendez and Potts, who have not played in like a month. <laughs> well, I think Plummer did something defensively that blew Underwood's gasket. I think that's what it was. Uh, Greer had a take that made me go like, hmm? That was so easy. Um, and I, I think that this might be punitive if I think about it. Now, Grandison is back out there. And so is Plummer. So maybe it ain't that punitive. We got 235 to go. This is Trent. I worry with Plummer having been on the bench that he's kind of a guy that is streaky. So how, how cold might he be right now? This is Kofi trying to take it in up and good. No foul call, but it's a tie game with 220 to go. That was a tough shot. Yes. Illinois is in the double bonus, by the way. Northwestern, it will take two more Illinois fouls to get the bonus themselves. So this is Kofi. Well, Kofi's got 21 on 10 to 16 shooting. He's been great in the second half. Okay, so this is going to be Northwestern ball. 10 seconds to go. Bowie over to Greer. Greer looking for Nance. This is Grandison on Nance. And this is going to be Williams for three for Northwestern up and no good. It's strong. Demonte. DeMonte with a, a nice closeout there on the rebound to seal it for Kofi. So, 53 all. One stop at a time, one score at a time. This is Trent with 15 on the shot clock looking for... Okay, this is Kofi down low trying to work. Up and no good, but De, what the what? hell? <laughs> okay, well, we, we, we are eating crow for everything we said about DeMonte. Holy mackerel. Correct me if I'm wrong. When Demonte got recruited originally, that's like he was like really athletic, right? He was putting back dunks, and then he blew out his knee, and then he ended up coming to Illinois. So he just had a little flashback in his athleticism. Jesus, I... speechless, Trevor. <laughs> Good lord, that was pr- that was pretty nice. Holy moly. I don't know if that would make for, if, if Illinois happens to go on to win this game, I don't know if that's going to make for the most compelling video recap because we were just more shocked than anything. But, uh. Did you both, wow. did you both like have to double take and make sure that that wasn't like Kofi or, like, I honestly kind of thought Kofi somehow got his own like mess and dumped that. Like, I thought that would have been more realistic than Demonte grabbing that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have, the shock is more, um, I don't know, guys. I'm speechless. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird, too, right? So, Trevor, you get that dunk. You're up two. Timeout Northwestern. Now, the thing is, they could still very much win this game. Like, it is a 50-50 proposition. But that was the kind of play where, like, all of a sudden, I'm way too at ease for a two-point lead. I don't know if you're in the same, but, like, yeah. oh, well, if that happens, then I think we're fine. But, of course, there's plenty of game left. But that, that's where I'm at right now. Like, oh, okay, we're fine. Which is, mm, yeah, I mean, I want to proceed with yeah, caution. Two things going on your side are A, that that was a huge momentum swing there, <clears> and then B, again, we've seen Northwestern close out one game, and I don't know if you guys watched the end of that Michigan State road game intently, but they sure tried their best not to close out that game because Michigan State, like, had a chance to tie it, missed it, got an offensive rebound, a foul was called with like 0.2 seconds left in the game or something. It was just ridiculous how they were even trying to blow the one game that they didn't end up blowing. So I guess in terms of like the, the trend this year, I would feel pretty darn good at this point, even though it's only a two-point game and it's not your ball because yeah. Northwestern has shown no ability to, to solve situations like this. But 
man, I mean, he just he just came out of nowhere and just like dunked on a guy's head. All right, so it looks like oh god, I I don't know what happened. I'm gonna when I do this podcast, guys, I have like ten minutes worth of my own audio. I think I got a bad mic cable, so like there's points where I'm just nowhere to be found. <laughs> Whatever, it might just be a Twitch only podcast. I'm not really sure. So, um, anywho, Illinois with a two point lead with one thirty to go. They're showing the replay right now of Demonte coming up to get I this. Mean, <laughs> wow, holy mackerel! Okay, well, let's see here, guys. Uh, buck 30 to go and it will be Northwestern ball. Just win. That's all just win. And then we'll hopefully get, get our groove back going forward. All right. So this is going to be Nance against DeMonte. DeMonte's given up about five inches. He forces a tough shot and Nance rims it out. I mean, if DeMonte is going to get the stops and he's going to have a dunk like that, I, I, I really kind of eat crow for what I was saying earlier. I mean, I say that, Trevor, like what we were saying was legit, but what a finish so far for DeMonte. 110 to go. This is yeah. Trent. This is Grandison finding Kofi. Kofi wants it. Power dribble. He's going to go to the line for two with 103 to go. Trevor. Man, he was quad. He was quadruple, <laughs> quadruple team by the end of that and was still able to draw the foul. Are we playing the game here of how many he makes, how many he misses? Yes, it is two, so we will get two. Uh, Isaac, you already know, correct? Yeah, I just won't play. <laughs> okay. Uh, Trevor, I'm going to say both. Okay, I'm going to say one. All right, here's the first free throw of two for Kofi. Two dribbles. The shot is up. Oh, damn it, he missed it. Didn't, uh... didn't look bad. All right, well, here we go. At least make one to go up three. Feel a little bit better up three, because then, worst case, it's a tie game. And you would likely get, I don't know about last shot, but we'll see. Okay, so this is going to be pods coming in. Huh? Kofi, the shot is up and good. Nice, Nicely done, Kofi. Okay. So three-point lead for Illinois with 103 to go. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Crazy oh boy. the pods is in this game. <laughs> Man. So what's it for, defense? I mean, I know he's been working hard, and there's a reason he's getting yeah. some tick here. But I mean, I, I think it comes down to the fact that you don't trust Plummer defensively at all, so you're going to sub Plummer and Pods. Wow. Also, you can give a foul, too. 56 to 53. There is 55 seconds to go. This is Greer now up top to Adij. Grandison on him. Adij is going right. You do give up the foul, so that will reset the shot clock, I believe, to 20 or 30. I, I forget. Okay, back to 20 with 50.6 seconds to go. Adija's like, that was a shooting foul. No, it's not, you moron. Jesus. <laughs> Don't give me a, a shooting foul. No, it's not. You were dribbling. Okay. Here we go. 56 to 53. 50.6. One stop and then go to the line. This is Greer looking for Nance. That's the guy they want. Nance on the baseline against, oh, man. Nice pass here to Williams, but he doesn't take the three. This is Adij now going over the top of the screen back to Williams. No, he's faking the three. He's taking it to the rim. And this is going to be, oh, God, I thought they were out of bounds, guys. They missed the three. DeMonte with the board. 32 to go. This is Trent with the ball. 30 seconds to go. And what? Is Northwestern going to play defense? No, they're going to foul. I think this is Trent in the corner. Call a timeout if you need to. They do call a timeout. If that would have been bad if there was no timeout. Wow! Wow! Aaron, wow! To your point, I thought that I thought that um, Nance stepped out of bounds on that pass to the three pointer. Yeah, that could have been or whoever that was. Holy moly! Well, guys, twenty four seconds to go. 
dpdo.com, worthandkirby.com, okay, so- state agent Brian Hansen, and Brian is my guy.com, rectorconstruction.com. I'll hit them on the way out. But Trevor, what now? So what's interesting is Northwestern looks like they didn't want to foul. Collins is saying just trap them. Now here, I'd have to imagine you're going to have to foul if the trap doesn't work, right? Because there's mm-hmm. three seconds difference. I mean, there's no way. I mean, I guess they have a timeout if they get a, a rebound with three seconds left and call it. They have three seconds to tie the game, but it, that just doesn't seem wise. No, they're going to so foul. If they're I were Northwestern, I'd be trapping and then fouling. Well, and I think here's the great thing, too. I feel so much better in double bonus than one and one. And you got to let Trent or you got to let Plummer get this. So I would imagine DeMonte will be inbounding it and then just get it to Trent or get it to Plummer. Okay, Isaac, you're again ahead of us a little bit, so you pipe in uh, whenever you're comfortable or when you can disguise your emotions. I have not been able to gather from Isaac how things are going, though. He's Just be <laughs> be happy that Trent is a smart basketball player and give it the ball. Oh, okay, cool. 24 okay. seconds to go. Okay. I, see, I like that happy update. This is Trent. I was just going to say that. Oh, wow, he does a little okey-doke. I was dumb Northwestern foul. I was trying to put it into the code, but... Wow, so a lot of clock is going out here, guys. 13 seconds, and they finally foul Plummer. 13 seconds elapse. Why would you let that much time off and then foul like the best free throw (laughs) shooter in the Big Ten? For wannabe Ivy Leaguers, that was a really (laughs) dumb play. I mean, hey, Trevor, going back to that Michigan State ending, wasn't that the end too where? If they would have just grabbed the off or the the rebound, they would have been fine. But then two players grabbed the ball at the same time, so the travel. Yeah, that's right. Plummer makes Not the first. That hopefully, they don't somehow come back right here. But all right, so up four with twelve point six to go. I don't, I don't get that defensive possession from no. Northwestern at all. You got to extend the game. That, that made no sense. All right, so Kofi goes to the bench. It looks like well, I can't tell who they got. It may be pain for him, but twelve point six to go. 57-53, and look at in our closing lineup. You gotta have pods out there, guys. You gotta have pods. <laughs> this one is missed from Plummer. I mean, Ten seconds to go. This is gonna on. be a Northwestern three. It is up and it is no good. A rebound to Plummer, who will go back with four point nine and a chance to extend wow, this guys. to five or six. Holy crap, guys. We might have escaped here. I I think that Plummer, correct me if I'm wrong, well now. I think he's two for four in his last four free throws, so a little bit of a decline there. He sucks. Wow. He's terrible. Get him out, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we are about to escape um, a game that That's, I... Uh, ten, minutes wow. ago, ten minutes ago in real time, maybe ten minutes ago was when DeMonte happened, but uh, I did not feel good about this. Now it's a five-point Illinois lead, and Isaac, you probably know that this game is over on your end. I'll, I'll just let it. I'll let it dribble out here. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was just gonna say that games like this really make me hate Vegas and wonder why. I oh no, they make a three to end it. They do. <laughs> if a cover. Oh, they never been a backdoor cover, man. Oh wow, what a backdoor cover! Illinois wins by three, okay. not four, but three. Fifty-nine to fifty-six. Damn you, Boo Booey! But Illinois is eight and two in the Big Ten. And guys, I gotta say, a big reason why Demonte Williams, uh, Trevor. I was doing the the Homer side shutter sh- noise. Oh, I thought you were doing sideshow Bob uh, after getting hit by a rake repeatedly. Yeah, or that that would that would work too. Mm-hmm. Either one. Um, 
Yep. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Omar Payne, I crap talked him and he won the Nebraska game. Then I just did it to Devontae <laughs> and he won you this game. So we'll see what I can pull wow. out of my hat next week. You know what Demonte sort of makes me think of right there is we all like to have a dad or an uncle who basically tells us all the time how like they still can dunk or like they scored 25 back in high school, but you just never see him actually do it. So Demonte just pulled pulled out the old trick and reminded everybody he could still dunk because I don't even know the last time I've seen him dunk. I don't either. But but pods, yeah, that it's got to either be about Demonte's Demonte's put back or pods giving you five really clutch points, honestly. This yeah. is this is a total. The, the pods three made it a, a one possession game again, and then Demonte had the dunk. I this is one of those games, kind of like in a way where they're showing Nebraska and Bryce McGowan's. Remember when he like made that motion after he scored, and they were only down eight with like ten seconds to go. I think he had a dunk late against Illinois, and he did that little okey doke. Um, but it made me re- remind me of the Nebraska game in that you knew that ah oh, God for thirty six minutes it's frustrating as all hell. And then it's just this sort of flurry at the end where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, maybe I had fun watching that. I mean, I didn't for a good chunk of it, but um, Trevor, we t- I don't want to back off the ledge because this team has outstanding issues with Grandison yep. and with DeMonte offensively for large swaths of any given game. So the question is, what needs to happen going forward? Is it more experimentations with the rotation to see what works and what doesn't, because I do think you need to have less tick for Grandison and DeMonte, not to say they won't still get more than the freshmen. Of course, they should probably get more, but I think you got to expand the depth a little bit. I think you got to go nine deep and just see what happens. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you in the sense that I think, I think the reaction from this game will be one of two ways in that either A, Grandison and DeMonte will be fine because that was the strong, most strongly sent message they've had yet which I don't necessarily agree with, or B, let's flip it and don't play those guys and play pot. Like either way, I think is too far on the spectrum of the reaction. So I'm with you in the sense that I would summarize it as I want more experimentation and I want more to be up for grabs, I guess. Like I don't want them to feel safe in their guaranteed 25 to 30 minutes, but at the same time, let's not get out of hand and say, Pods needs to start instead of Demonte. No, no, like, no. you know, let's not take it too far here. <laughs> no, I would because those were good minutes for sure. Um, but I, I would, I would definitely say that. Yes, I think Goody and Melendez and and Pods, I guess uh, they've all three shown you things in in conference games that makes you think, man, these guys need to get more than you know two minutes in a blowout or something like that. So I mean, yeah, if you can take Demonte, and honestly, if you're Demonte, like I think it takes pressure off of you instead of putting pressure on you. Just in the sense of like, you don't have to shoot offensively if you're going to be subbed in and out for guys like Goody and Pods who have shown offensive prowess. Just do your thing. Like suddenly DeMonte getting six rebounds, four assists and no points doesn't bother me if he's still getting those six boards and four assists in 20 minutes instead of 30. And then someone who's better offensively is usurping him for the other 10 minutes. You know, I was also thinking too about these freshmen, Trevor. And then, Isaac, I want to get your thoughts about Wednesday night. And I want to get both of your guys' thoughts on Wednesday night before we leave. But no offense to Coleman Hawkins, but I have more trust that these freshmen aren't going to do something silly. Now, I know they haven't played as much game, right? So that could easily happen and they can have a terrible performance at any given time because they're freshmen. But, Trevor, that to me is all the more reason to get them in there for five or six minutes a game apiece because 
I don't feel like when any one of them or maybe even two of them at a time are in there that they're going to screw things up royally the same way that I kind of pucker up when, oh, God, Coleman's running around again. Oh, God, he's fouling a three-point shooter, even though it was clean still. I, I just have this weird amount of trust that um, maybe I'll eat those words at some point, Trevor, but I, I like what I'm seeing so far as far as them playing a role. No, I was just going to say the word trust. I think that's the biggest thing. Like To me, even if Goody comes in and largely does nothing for a four-minute stretch, I don't think he's going to do something that's going to make me go like, God, good, you know, good. Right. And, and like, I, he just doesn't, he doesn't have that in him. Um, maybe he has a lower ceiling or, you know, a lower ceiling, but a higher floor than a guy like Coleman who, I mean, we can, whatever. That's super micro after this, but he's just, he sucks right now, which, <laughs> which stinks. Um, he's hurting you right now, man. He's really hurting you. <laughs> but man, I mean, I feel like each of the last, what, four games, my first thought afterwards is just, Woo. That Michigan State game easily could have gone south. This game easily could have gone south. And look, I mean, I said it with three minutes and 45 seconds left. What are you made of? Are you going to be a good team or not? And you won that final 346. I think it was a 10 to 3 run to end the game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to their credit, you know, they, they, they backed me off the ledge of, okay, we need to totally reassess this. And I think there's definitely stuff to reassess, but Maybe not to such a macro degree. There is work to be done, but the key is they're winning during what I will call a transitional time, just figuring out who the hell they are. And of course, Corbello being back will impact it, and we'll see how much. But I want to hit both of you guys before we leave here. Wednesday night, Wisconsin. So, Isaac, I actually think it's a very good matchup for Illinois. I think that just the interior for Wisconsin can't compete with Kofi. We saw that last year. They're even smaller this year. I think that Trent can do what you need to against Davison. And then, honestly, I look at Johnny Davis, who's very good but has been inefficient about the last three weeks or so compared to what he was doing. I'm not going to say it's a guarantee. It's Wisconsin, Isaac. But I feel better about that than certain other top-tier Big Ten teams that we'll be facing coming up, like in Ohio State. I just like the matchup, and I think that you got a really good chance to go 9-2 and two and get another Tier 1 win, Quad 1 win. I, I Yeah, I'm going to have to agree, and I think – both of you know, too, like when we're texting, I'm usually the most scared about these types of games because, I don't know, I think it's just, again, scars from the past five or ten years where you were guaranteed wins, you thought, and then something came up and bit you in the butt. But yeah, I feel weirdly comfortable about Wednesday. Like you said, Kofi should have, an, should have a heyday. And if DeMonte can guard Johnny Davis pretty well, and then just get the threes back to fall in. Tonight felt like you shot three ball a little bit better, but Brad Davidson doesn't scare me at all. And I think Trent and Demonte kind of take this Wisconsin rivalry that there is a little bit serious. And I really don't see them letting Davidson or um, I don't even know any of their other wings, but crawl and wall those big guys. <laughs> you, I think you definitely have the advantage. Um, I, I think it is just going to come down to if Johnny Davis eats you up and DeMonte gets in foul trouble and then you try to put Coleman on him or something, I think that's where it would go south. But yeah, I feel pretty confident about it. And you're, it's, it's just a bit, it's just a big, big stretch. And maybe I just had this thought too. We were spoiled by the past couple of years where you had that stretch where you won like six or seven in a row and it felt like you could do no wrong. So now it's like, hey, we're, 
the end of January, the middle of the season. The past few years, we've dominated the middle of the Big Ten season. And now we haven't played a, a good 40 minutes put together besides Purdue, and we lost. And Kofi barely played. So it's just been such a weird season. I don't know. We could win by 20, and it wouldn't surprise me. And Wisconsin could beat us by 10, and it wouldn't surprise me at this point. But I think getting more of that flow because you're running out of time, right? It's hard to believe it's already February. Like you got really only a few weeks to get this together and get your best product out there before you start playing really, really, really meaningful games. Yeah. Somehow after all this, you're eight and two, and I can only really think of the Rutgers game at home and the game at Minnesota, maybe where everything was just really easy for this team. And that's a credit to them. They're finding ways to win. And today, that's all that really matters. Trevor, last word for you here. Wednesday night, Wisconsin, I, I just view it as simple as if Johnny Davis doesn't get 25 or something, that you should be able to control that game because the matchups just really benefit, as we've seen the last three times he played Wisconsin. And, and you should view it that way, frankly. I think Wisconsin would not make the NIT if Johnny Davis wasn't on the team. I mean, I, I, I think I'm more down on them than... Well, no, that's not true. We're all kind of down on them. But I guess I just feel like they're not as good as the record shows. But, I mean, they have a good resume. It's funny. I, I was just looking. Purdue at home 10 days ago was for first place in the Big Ten. Michigan State at home four days ago was for first place in the Big Ten. And Wednesday night, Wisconsin at home is once again for sole first place in the Big Ten. So you've had three straight home games where you can try and reclaim or claim uh, sole possession of first place. So here we go again. And, you know, I, I said how weird it is, the difference between being on the road and at home. You know, you go from barely a favorite on the road at Northwestern and watching that play out to, I think you'll once again be a four or five point favorite at home, honestly, against yeah. Wisconsin. So, yeah, I, I don't think anyone other than Johnny Davis and some occasional antics from Brad Davison should concern you too much. I think Illinois has matches up well against them. I think we saw that last year in the game at home where you kind of just were at like arm's length the whole, I want to say it was like a 12 point win and you were just kind of, you held them back at arm's length the whole game. So yeah, I mean, here we go again with another first place game at home and I, I feel pretty good about it, honestly. So. Well, let's do it uh, guys. I appreciate you hopping on and I'm going to get to work now on this audio. Cause I, I don't know what the hell happened, but you guys sounded good. I know that. Um, so Isaac Ambrose, Trevor Belize, I will talk to you guys in the text thread. If you guys could brainstorm what the heck we're going to call this thing. I have, I have literally no idea, no puns. I will need your assistance on that, but guys have a good rest of your Saturday and I'll, I'll talk to you in just a couple minutes here in the text thread. Adios. See ya. It's got to be a Demonte thing, right? Yeah, I would yeah, think so. Whole... I think so. I mean, let me let me think on that. As the Demonte hater fan club leader, I'll try to uh, brainstorm one for you. Sounds good. All right, guys, appreciate it. Trevor Belise, Isaac Ambrose. All right, so I'm going to get to work trying to fix this podcast up again. Apologies for the audio difficulties. I will get that fixed. I think it is a bad chord salvageable, but probably not the best sounding podcast you'll get from the 200 level. And we pride ourselves on high production values. Well, thank goodness this Basil Hayden bourbon was a celebratory one. That was really, really close. And it felt for a good chunk of that second half that it was going to go the complete opposite way. And it didn't. They won again. They're 8-2 and two in the Big Ten. You know, that's all that matters. And they've done this with all the guys in and out. So credit to Underwood for keeping this thing steady. Credit to the team for finding creative ways to win, and that's really the key. Now, now there are things to work on, as we talked about. There are issues that need to be addressed. I don't know what's going on with Grandison. 
You do need to play the freshman a little bit more because you just aren't getting enough from him. And really from DeMonte for most of the game, though, he was huge for you. You don't win the game without DeMonte. So I get all the praise that gets heaped on him from Underwood. But things to work on. And yet, all that said, you're 8-2 and two at the top of the Big Ten and a chance to keep that on Wednesday night against Brad Davison in Wisconsin. Can't wait to hear the Orange Crush get after Brad Davison. It's been a while because they did not come here two years ago and there were no fans in the stands last year. So he will get his warm welcome back to Champaign and I will be right along with the Orange Crush and welcoming him. But uh, it should be a good good game and one that I think Illinois fans should feel pretty good about when you consider it will be a quad one win against a team that will be in the tournament and will probably be a five seed just based on the quality wins they have so far. So that's all I got for today. Ah, we won. Hey, that's all that matters. So Twitch the uh, Twitch feed, excuse me. Thank you guys for joining us. And of course, the chat thread on there as well. I appreciate you guys hanging on a Saturday with me. Go enjoy the rest of it. And uh, for DP Doe, 4th and Kirby, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, and finally, Rector Construction. Appreciate those guys. Alani Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network partners with the 200 level. I might get a podcast maybe Monday to hit a reset button a bit. Haven't done just one of those solo pods in a while. So we'll maybe do that on Monday ahead of Wisconsin on Wednesday. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you soon. Illinois is 8-2 and two in the Big Ten and atop the conference standings. It is the 200 level. Big